Welcome to Megan's Bookish Life, a podcast where literary meets lifestyle. Allison, welcome back to Megan's Bookish Life. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me. I thought another hate reading episode (laughs) would be a good idea since there are some popular books out there that should not be popular. Book talk is is not hitting it the way it, it should be at the moment. Correct. And I feel like we definitely have some book talk books. I think it's all book talk books that we're I think talking we, about. We have some thoughts. The best part of this podcast is that some of my thoughts do not match yours, and I can't wait to tell you. I'm excited. I, I feel like this is going to be quite the debate on certain books. Let's do this. Okay. So the first book in... This podcast episode we're talking about is Verity by Colleen Hoover. A favorite. I picked this book for my book club like two, maybe, maybe I think a year ago. And I should have just canceled. You should cancel everything because that book was the worst. I canceled that book club because I had something going on. But also, like, exactly, I canceled because it was a terrible book. And I didn't want to talk about it. It was my first coho. Mm. And I feel like I made a terrible, terrible first coho choice. You did. And now it's really turned me off. I have another coho book sitting on my my stack. And I really it's just it's it's getting moved down. Every time I get a book, it just gets moved down. But the problem is this is a one off for mm-hmm. Colleen Hoover. It wasn't a great one off. I thought it dragged as a book yeah, in general. Just, she usually writes like romancy books. And it's very difficult to go from being a romance writer to being a mystery writer or a thriller writer or whatever you want to consider Verity. And I felt like she took the the rom-com formula that everyone uses and tried to fit a mystery in there. That formula doesn't work for a thriller because you knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, you did. It's sad. It's sad. That's it's that's just a, sad. It's just this what it is. It's sad. Okay, so the ending of that book, it didn't make me upset, but it was kind of like it was so formula written that the ending of the book was like, okay, I have to do something different. Did you well, feel that too? Is, I felt like she didn't know how to end it and mm. make it be a surprise. Because you knew, and spoiler for those people who haven't read it, you knew he tried to kill her from the beginning like was that supposed to be a twist were we not supposed to guess that were we supposed to be like oh maybe she really did have an accident no she didn't obviously he tried to kill her did you realize too because no one's talking about this this part where the main lady lowen not verity and i think his mistress yes mistress yeah um they're both kind of murderers and they fit together really well because they're both crazy well you knew she was nuts when that guy got hit by a bus, which fantastic, love that he got hit by a bus in the first chapter. And she like didn't react. She's like, oh, I'm just going to go with this strange man that I met on the street to a Starbucks, watch him get half naked and then walk to a business meeting. She blood on her while wearing his yeah. shirt as a dress. Like, what is wrong with you? Who does that? No, seriously, like. You have to be deranged. 
I feel like, too, Jeremy and I keep going to call her mistress. But they definitely hooked up when his wife was catatonic in the same household. Is she really? No. But they thought she was. Like, how how freaking weird is that? Like, this is just a weird book in general. The thing is, is that she hooked up with him in their, like, marital bed, right? With the teeth marks in the headboard. And, like, she's upstairs. He's not divorced. She's not dead. Their child is asleep down the hall. What is wrong with you? I repeat, what is wrong with you? There's a lot of loaded connotation about what is wrong with you in this book. Everything. Like, they need to find someone with a couch and a deep knowledge of Freud because they are deranged. And, and... He, like, his kid was a freaking weirdo. Like, oh, I'm going to go play with my catatonic mom, and you don't think that that's unsettling? Like, shouldn't he have a friend? Why is this kid not in school? Why does he not play with the neighbor children? I mean, I'm not a mother. I don't like children. But, like, he should have some sort of social interaction besides his half-dead mother and her nurse. This is why I keep pausing, because I want to keep, like, hearing you say things like this. This is why you have me on the podcast, because I say things like this. With this book, we I hated all the characters. Like, that's not a fun book they to read. had no redeeming qualities. Correct. She comes in to write this book, and she spends the first half of her time there snooping through this woman's stuff. Like, okay, first of all, everyone does that. I would go to, I go to strangers' house and look in their medicine cabinet. But, like, I don't dig through their personal files in their office. And then you're reading this thing and you're like, this woman is psychotic. She murdered one child. If you're in a relationship and your kid dies, you don't think that maybe you would talk to your partner? Like there was no communication with them as a couple. And I was like, that is so unrealistic. I'm like, has Colleen Hoover never had any sort of romantic relationship in her entire life? What, her husband and her three kids are like, no, no. No, like, we don't talk to each other. Let's say he was, he kind of checked out of dinner because boyfriends or husbands do do that. Like, this doesn't involve me. I'm just here to, you know, moral support. I'm going to watch, you know, the football game on my phone. Like, leave me out of this. You don't think, like, even on the car ride home, oh, hey, you know, she had this really stupid idea that I write a journal, you know, about my own life from like a villain perspective. Like, do you think I should do that? You would bring it up in casual conversation. Like, I think this is dumb. Don't you agree? Then she started doing it, being like, hey, what do you think of this? Or, and then when the kid died, being like, oh, hey, this really helps me. Maybe you could try it too. You read the extra chapters. Tell me about them. They're terrible. Oh, okay, good. So basically it's their life after the mistress and him are now a thing because mm, she's dead. Yeah, correct. And they have the kid that she was pregnant with mm. and they moved to the beach and they run into one of Verity's friends. So the husband drowns her in the ocean so that people don't, it's like she doesn't go back to their friends and are like, oh, hey, I'm now sleeping with and living with the ghostwriter of my wife's last book after she was 
died under mysterious circumstances. So there's another killing. Lowen and Jeremy are probably like, yeah, it's fine. Part of our lives. Well, she was just like, you know what? I think he's a little dangerous and the kid is weird. And I'm like, yeah, girl, he is. He has now murdered at least two people that you know of. And he has absolutely no remorse. He was like, yeah, it needed to be done. No, no, it didn't. You could have just been like, yeah, you know what? We trauma bonded and been like, yeah, let me go live with the consequences of my own actions. Again, the communication is just not there, no matter who it is in this book. It's just his initial reaction to things is, I'm going to murder this person. But, like, he has no conscience at all. And he just, like, drowned her in the ocean and then just casually walked back to his, like, newfound family. Hmm. We're not going to ever reread that again. No, unnecessary. Unnecessary. I used to be a huge Coho fan. The problem with that was... Coho is a good gateway to romance and then this weird book. I have a ton of Colleen Hoover books. I just packaged them up to go sell them to Half Price Books. I just can't. She doesn't intrigue me anymore. I feel like she's lost her luster now. I think she's really funny. A really nice person, whatever. Like, I don't know her in person, but like, I think she's a nice lady. I'm just over her books. I'm sure she's very nice as a human being. Yeah, her books, I'm over it. I read one and I'm over it. Okay, so we're going to go into the second book. I'm excited for this. Okay. So are you. Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. Um, first of all, I keep forgetting what the name of this book is, and I keep referring to it as Ice Capades. That's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. Icebreaker, Ice Capades. Do I, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to hate it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Because, okay, yeah. I kept seeing this book all over Bookstagram. And it was that one scene. I know you didn't finish it. It was that one scene where she's like, oh, he's running around all of campus looking for her. And she's sitting in his house. And I'm yes, like, oh, I, I read that part. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounds kind of funny. And that was like, it was the little clip on, on Bookstagram. And then I kept seeing this book. It was like every list, books you have to read, book boyfriends. And I'm like, I never want to look at this freaking book again. I'm like, this book annoys me, and I haven't even read it. It hasn't even been officially published, and I hate this book. And then I read it because, well, you. (laughs) Again, I'm reading an ice skating book for you. Thank you. We have a theme now. We do have a theme, yeah. We have Ice Capades books, and I have Post-its. We really do, yeah. Um, From page three, I started Post-it noting books with little jokes for you. Oh my god! And I so wish we had time for me to go through all of them. Can you pick two? Just randomly pick two. I want to uh, hear them. Well, my first one was when um, Aaron, who I have major issues with, and we'll get mm-hmm. to, um, was saying that she was getting too heavy to lift. And my first thoughts were, "Do you even lift, bro? Don't skip leg day." I like that one. Most of them are about Aaron and how he's a twat waffle. Uh, Henry is a golden retriever as a human being. Yes, amen to that one. Oh, when they're at the first hockey game and they're like, how her heart's getting in a flutter. And I mm-hmm. said, everyone has this thought at their first hockey game. Oh, the whole thing where she goes that she's going to meet bikers full of sperm, big ones. Yeah. Kat Stafford is pissed. I was like, she did not get drunk and dance on a table to Biggie for this bitch to steal her line. I love 10 things I hate about you. So that, I appreciate that. I felt like Hannah Grace 
did a all girls movie marathon weekend and watched every mid to early 2000s rom-com and put them in this book. All of them. They're all in this book. Every cliche 2000s rom-com movie is in this book. And then they like wove ice skating and hockey through it to give it some sort of link. There was a DM and I'm not going to say who this was, but there's a DM in this chat I was having. And the reader was like, I love this book, but it's way too long. It it's just doesn't way, end. Way, way, way too long. And I understand that because I DNF'd it. I think it really 50% maybe. I couldn't keep doing it. I could not. I thought it was just, there was no plot. It was just same thing, parties, sex, um, maybe a prank. I, I felt like um, Anastasia, two things about her bothered me. One, why did she seem like every drunk sorority girl that thinks it's funny to be stupid mm -hmm. when they're drunk? And two, Hannah Grace obviously has never met a collegiate athlete in her entire life because no collegiate athlete would be so lackadaisical about their meal planning and prepping and leave it up to a stranger. Her mother was doing it. Then when she got to college, Aaron was doing it. And then I think like Ryan was giving her like candy and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then who he deserved better. He deserved so much better. And then um, Nate took it over when her and Aaron got into a fight. I don't even think I got that far. Um, yeah, it was dumb. And it was that whole typical like, oh, at the end, spoiler, um, again, oh, I'm going to, like, we're going to finish the, the competition and we're going to kiss or I'm going to kiss you, really. That's a lot, of, a lot of endings for those kind of books. I just, I don't understand it. And then Nate gets all mad. And I'm like, this book could have been three quarters of the length and still gotten the same point across. Can I point something out, too? So these are 19... Maybe 20, I don't know. Very young children in college, and they are doing some freaky stuff in the bedroom, which is a good book to read, whatever. It's unrealistic, and I feel like when I was 19, I had no idea most of that existed, those positions. <laughs> They're like, we're doing this, and I was like, how did, how did you figure that out? Like, did you? It's, yeah, a lot of it is like that, really? Like, is that even possible to do? Correct. At I'm 19. Like, it just seems like it, you have to stretch. But I guess they're athletes. They have to, like, warm up or something. <laughs> okay. And can someone explain to me, is collegiate ice skating a real freaking thing? Yeah. Is it? You not watch the Olympics? I watched the Olympics, but did they go to college? And maybe that's just me not paying attention to ice skating because it's not my thing. I think like, they do. Collegiate hockey is a thing. Is collegiate ice skating a thing? Yes, people go from, like, middle school to college to do, like, ice skating and hockey and all that stuff. Yeah. It's yeah, a New York thing. I don't think we have team, like, collegiate ice skating teams. I'm trying to think about my college. I don't even know. Like, I don't look into that stuff. Neither do I, because I don't pay attention. I don't really care. But, like, I don't know if that's a thing. Do you want to get into the last book? Let's officially get into the last book of the hour. Haunting Adeline by H.G. Carlton. So hang on. Let me start this with my thing. 
Okay, so the Facebook group that I'm part of, the romance one, is saying it's the best book they've ever read. Tell me what your thoughts are, question mark. First of all, it is everywhere. It is everywhere. Everyone's, like, all obsessed with Zade Meadows. And I'm fine with him stalking and murdering and what have you. It's the raping that I don't understand why we're so obsessed with him. I don't think we should be glorifying violence against women. Everything else, fine. Morally gray characters, fine. Why does he have to rape her repeatedly? Okay, so this is the big topic because my friend was like, we kept talking about it while I was reading it. I had 50% done and I kind of want to go back to it. But I was texting her and I was like, I don't understand because this guy, the Zade Meadows guy, literally saves women for a living. And then, yeah, he goes home and is like, hey, by the way, no consent. Let's just do this. And like that poor woman. Yeah. Everything I kept seeing on the Internet was, oh, he stalks her and he leaves her these little roses and and blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, he's a stalker. I could live with that. That's acceptable. Then he stalks her. And I get they want to have the parallels between her and the the great grandmother and the thing. The rape. Excessive raping. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is just unnecessary. And part of me in the back of my mind was like, was she a victim of sexual assault? And this was like her way of getting it like out and like dealing with her trauma because I don't understand. And why are we so like as women, because women are reading these books, men aren't. Why are we like, yeah, we're going to fall in love with the rape guy. So what's happening is the people I know personally are messed up by this and the people that I don't know that are posting are fine with it so I chose a good crowd to be around because we are all affected that this is not a sexy sexy book what people are focusing on is the first book it's a duet there's two of them I didn't I'm not gonna read the second book um I heard it's really messed up they spend the first half so in the end of the first book can I ruin it for you no okay no, you cannot. I'm still going to read it. I know the second book is really messed up even more it's and less romantic. A lot of the first half is a lot of like rape and torture. Oh my God. And like just sadistic. Can I tell you that I went to do my research and the author H.G. Carlton is a young woman, very, very pretty, very young. Don't know where she's getting these ideas. When you look at her, you're not like, wow, she, she writes scenes really bad, like rape scenes. Some people are just devouring it, and I I don't see it. And they're obsessed with him. Oh, my God, I know. I find the whole situation disgusting, so I don't think I can be obsessed with a guy like this. I don't even find him, like, when they described him with the two different colored eyes and the, the scar down his face. I'm like, while I'm sure in real life he would be very attractive, no, his personality ruins it. Do you watch those TikToks? Like, I actually come across them on my For You page. It's really bad. The audiobook narrator is like, I'm Zade Meadows, baby, or whatever. It's yeah. so cringy. It's so it's cringy. It's the voice you, they give it's him. The voice. It's like, like, you make my skin crawl. Can I also talk about the inconsistencies that really kind of, like, put me off, which is not a huge thing within the book, but it is to me. My favorite part that didn't make sense was... In the beginning, Adeline was like, this front door is so loud. I need WD-40, but I'm not going to do it. And then she goes on and on about how loud the front door is. Like, I get it. 
And then the stalker, I call him the stalker, yeah, Zayd Meadows, whatever, uh, shows up and opens her door and opens it very silently to get in and out of her house. Read, read your book back, baby. Yeah, it's like someone should have caught that in the editing process. I actually didn't get past, there was like two sex scenes. The first one was the gun scene. Um, unnecessary. Unnecessary. Does anyone know how dangerous that is? Was that gun loaded? Correct. But, like, also, did you realize that, like, the dirt and debris is going up her hoo-ha? Just the, the rate of infection. God knows where that gun has been. He's murdered people. Like, he chopped off hands and left them at your front door. And you want him to stick his gun in your hoo-ha? Okay, so this sounds really bad. My friend Ashley loves, like, mafia romances. Ashley. Yeah, shout out Ashley. We love Ashley. She likes mafia romances and, like, totally. really messed up things. Well, she'll she'll Snapchat me at the middle of the night. I'm like, I read a book that did this. And I was like, don't tell me this. I've heard of, like, gunplay before and knife play. I'm like, don't do that to me. But I... Wait until they start they do fire play. In this book or in general? No, just in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was surprised in this book that a gun was, like, used. But I also wasn't shocked because Ashley, like, desensitized me. I thought it was messed up. But I was like, oh, a gun. This is the first one I've read where that happened. Mm-hmm. They've like held guns to their head. They've they've never inserted them inside people. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it was a little unnecessary. Is it just me, but did you like try to picture the size of the gun? Because I don't a pistol would not work, baby. <laughs> Were you picturing the little one from Men in Black? Yes, maybe. I don't I ooh. The standard size, like, police-issue pistol. I'm sure it wasn't, like, a, a rifle. He wasn't, like, hunting deer. But, like, it was probably a normal-sized gun. I just kept thinking, I was like, what dimensions? I have to tell you, too, also, this girl I know on Bookstagram, love her. She messaged me and was like, oh, like, once he started giving her flowers in her own home, I stopped reading. And I said, that's what turned you off? The flowers? Oh, baby, it gets so much worse. Because she stopped reading after, like, he came to her house and left a flower. I said, that's, oh, don't, yeah, don't read. Don't read more. No, you're fine. Okay, he leaves with the flowers. Like, hey, I was here. Got it. In the silent but deadly door. Which is only makes noise when she walks through it, apparently. Correct. Because she's crazy. Not him. He's, yeah. like, the mist. He could sneak through, like, what is he, crush his bones like a mouse? And, like, slithers underneath? It's called cat and mouse duet for a reason. Probably. I don't like how he calls her Little Mouse either. I don't like that either. I think it's gross. Dumb nickname. Yeah. Hey, rat. Yeah. Let's make you the creepiest, most disgusting thing that people, when you're in their home, are afraid of. People scream when they see a mouse, but in a bad way. He wants to scream in a good way. And it was too many characters. Yeah, I could see that. It was like, oh, he's got his little crew of people that he's like, Using the senator and the thing and the... Did you get to that part? I got to the part where he was in the club and saved a lady. I hope it's the same book. And He's I in one of those, like, sex clubs. That's it. Are those, like, a thing? Like, in real life? You're actually asking the wrong person. <laughs> I don't think I've known anyone who has gone to a sex club. Have you asked anybody? I feel like that would come up in conversation if they're going to sex clubs. I don't think it would. I've watched Facebook videos, and there's a lot of them in England. Is it like Fight Club? 
You know, Ooh, first could... rule of fight clubs, you don't talk about fight club. The first rule of sex clubs is you don't talk about sex clubs. But you're paying, so I would talk about it if I could. I mean, I would. If I was going to go to a sex club, 100%. We're going to have to Google that, add it to the list. Are there sex clubs in real life? <laughs> this whole episode was how much we hate books. But the thing is, I want to end on a high note, if we can. Do you have any book recommendations that you like recently or anything at all? I, the new Abby Jimenez book came out, Yours Truly. I really liked that one. It's, it's behind uh, me somewhere. Yeah, I got it as a um, an advanced copy. Um, it was on like NetGalley. It was like the first 300 people that signed through her Instagram that I really liked. And it finally came out. The new Megan Quinn, Right Man, Right Time. Mm, yes. Is the third in a series. Was really good. Her new one is on my Kindle as we speak. Vacation Wars. And the new Geneva Rose book I just got in the mail. I'm going to start it tonight. You have to tell me about that. I heard different things. Uh, I'm trying to like not. Listen. I love everything by Geneva Rose. So I absolutely loved One of Us is Dead. I don't know why. Yeah. Did you read the um, Kimberly King books? There's two of them. No. Like they're like detective books. She just re-released them under her own name. First one is Dead Woman Crossing, and the second one is Christmas Christ and a Cracker. What's it called? Last Day Alive. I know about Perfect Marriage, but I haven't read that one either. That one's really good. Okay, Allison, I love hating books with you. Thank you for coming on. I love hating books with you too. I can't wait to do this again. Hi everyone, and thank you for listening to Megan's Bookish Life, a podcast where literary meets lifestyle. Don't forget to subscribe and follow me on Instagram at Megan's Bookish Life Podcast.